Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't raise trade just yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adriana Soros. Well, hello everyone. Round twenty is here. It's uh, we're in the very, very pointy end of the season. We've got uh, what, eight weeks left in total. Ado, uh, plenty, plenty happening. Uh, our squads are moving in the right direction. You had a good week last week. I had a okay week. Um, both saw green arrows. Uh, can't complain. Both we didn't own Ravalawa, who was the king of the week. Um, but if you want to be a king of your league, then make sure you jump onto Game Day Squad, Australia's best newest fantasy footy platform for all your digital trading cards, buying, selling um, for real Australian money. And it's 100% free to play. So you'd be supporting the channel a lot uh, by jumping into the link in the description. But Ado, my friend, overall, not too bad. You saw some green arrows. Yeah. I mean, I sort of, I was having a little bit of a look on the, uh, I was living life and I wasn't watching all the games live. Um, but because the Raiders won, I was like, it was a very Raiders win. <laughs> you know, we just keep falling over the line. Uh, let's just give it, give our hearts a rest and just win one by like 30 points, mate. That was our record of the year. Yeah. 10. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'll just had a look at it. It doesn't look like I'm having a ripping round. Uh, you know, and then I was just happy to see the 1500 or whatever. I was just like, any, any green arrows is good at green arrows. Yeah. And that was, that was the thing. Like last week was weird. I mean, I had five sharks players and my captain played all in the first night. So I was like, when half your team plays and your captain plays, there's not a whole lot else to play for really. So uh, it was one of those weeks where, look, everyone either VC'd or Captain Nico. And when he went over for 90, we know Nico, we know that he upgrades. So when you got the 90, it was a free loot for a lot of people. It's a pretty easy trade-in. Um, but fuck, but you can't pick it. Ronaldo was the one that shit the bed this week and Katoa was the one yeah, that, well, that killed it. I think I, yeah, because I record a podcast every now and then of mine. I was just like, look, you know, last week mate, didn't work out for you. But I got, I mean, against this shit bloody Tigers team, if, if it's not a sure thing for a couple of tries for Shioni, you know, he's only oh, three. Oh, yeah, he's dead, he's dead to rides. Just have a punt. He's yeah, dead so I was just saying to people, if you're not in the top thousand, just have a throw at the stumps for some multiple tries, you know, and um, it wasn't great for having Ronnie and not not going with Shioni Katara. I should have taken my own advice. But, yeah, that's, isn't that super coach? Yeah, I mean... They, I brought in Talakai, though, and he went well. I mean, I feel like Sharks wingers, like, there's only 120 points to be able to be... Sp- um, score between Ronaldo and, and Katoa. And it's never a 60-60 split. It's always 120. Like, <laughs> you can't pick it. So, um, yeah, look, I feel bad for the people that brought in Ronaldo. Uh, a couple of people 
um, sold Katoa for Ronaldo. Like I, I like going th- like if work gets quiet, I like going through and looking through some of the weird trades. I, I post them to my Twitter. Yeah. Um, I, I I post a lot of the weird shit that people do. Like uh, one person one person has traded um, Nico Hines to Toby Sexton this week. So like I like looking at stuff like that. And I saw that two people traded um, Ronaldo to Katoa, and I saw one person traded Katoa to Ronaldo. So it was sort of a a battle of two bits, but there's been plenty of news around the league. Let's uh, rip it off. Ah, the headline story. Nathan Cleary is back with a couple of asterisks. He's named in jersey number 24. We will talk about him more on this episode as we go because as I'm sure there's many flashbacks out to round four when a certain Sharks halfback came back from a hamstring injury and uh, scored 180 in return game. We'll touch on clear at this episode as well. Uh, the Cheese is back, named on the bench for the Roosters. Uh, Matt Lodge signed a train and trial deal with the with the Manly Sea Eagles, which is weird. Um, Appy Corazau is back a lot earlier than people thought with his broken jaw. Uh, a really, really big move, I think. If people are still owning Jacob Coraz, he has moved to the center this week with uh, Blake Wilson going to the wing and starting. Looks like he's cemented his spot and he's about 288k, so definitely worth a look. Uh, Jaden Sullivan has done his hamstring. Ryan Sutton, obviously, with his neck, but cleared of anything major. Uh, but we're actually pretty pretty fortunate with, um, with injuries this week, so nothing too major, but uh, look, I've decided to scrap the What We Learned segment this week because I feel like we're going to spend a lot of time talking on Nathan Cleary uh, and what to do with him. What are, you th- what are you thinking? Because I was very much in the, yep, yeah, Nico, I'm on Nico camp. I don't know if I'm feeling the same vibes with Cleary. Yeah, I know, but uh, you, like said, drink water is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be averaging 40 points. Hey, let's just forget about rounds 11 to 20. And let's just remember during quarter rounds ten it's, before. For me, it, for me, it's like um, this week. You know, you could tell after Katoa last week, you're like, yeah, I know. Was, you could fluke it. You go over and tries, um, and that's the one. And Ronnie just had his worst game of the year. Uh, well, that's the thing. You won't bring in Cleary this week, and you watch. You'll go and get a two hundred. He'll just be like, oh, I'm back. I'm going to be the chin. You know. So I don't know. I, it's just so super coach that you don't get him. And do you then think? You he, get, do you think he plays first and foremost? Why put him in there if he's not ready to go? They don't need the numbers. Yeah, I'm, I mean, but yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, he's gonna play. Yeah, you 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 confident on that? Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I just otherwise, just not, not name him. If, well, yeah, if he, he's not gonna, if he's not ready to come back, because it's like a long term injury, so you can be like, oh, it wasn't this week. If he's coming back early. And he's been named in on the bench. He's got to be nearly Jerry right? So yeah, I, I, I guess. I, I guess then why? Not? And then all these all these ballsy super coaches are just going to grab him and go, "Yeah, two hundred Cleary, the chin's back." Are you going to be one of those ballsy super coaches? Are you looking to potentially pick him up this week? Has he crossed ballsy. your mind? Well, I went the old, uh, put some money in the bank so you could upgrade Hughes to Cleary just in one trade because you've been a bit of a trading lunatic, uh, and I don't have enough money, so. <laughs> Who am yeah. I going to sell? Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I think I think S, SJ shit in the bed last week has really sort of scared a lot of people, and they're just trying to jump off. I mean, clearly he's still eight hundred and fifty k. He had a pretty low score. His break even is one hundred and thirty one up against the Finns um, in Penrith. So it's going to be a yeah, very scary watch for non owners. Me personally, I'm going to let this one go through to the keeper. Um, I would like to say my track record has been pretty good with halfback trades this year. 
but I am terrified. I'm, I'm absolutely terrified of, of not owning Cleary this week. But yeah, it, it, it is what it is. You've, you've got to, re- at this point of the season, I think you've got to put a firm, firm line in the sands. If you're not bringing him in maybe this week or next week, then really, are you bothering bringing him in at all? Um, so I think you need to have that decision with yourself. Have a long, long, hard look in the mirror and work out if you're going to be bringing Cleary in. Because, yeah, for me, it's, I don't know. It's, I feel like he hasn't been, like he's been brilliant for Supercoach, but he hasn't been that like fantastically major ceiling player that we've seen sort of in years gone by. He had a 124 and a 158 and then a couple of 120s, which yeah, they're nice, but they're not the 220 that we saw in 2021 and a couple of other monster scores he had last year. And I feel like there have been other halfbacks that are doing well. I mean, Nico is Nico. Moses had a, Moses has a pretty nice matchup this week. Uh, you picked Hughes up for a pod route, so it's not like halfbacks dead and buried where you have to jump on him. Um, but obviously, it's Nathan Clear. I can I can definitely see the appeal um, in that. A couple of other things that we learnt from round nineteen uh, with Valence Tavade picked inside of Jermaine Asako, he is he is not good. He's he's the Jermaine Asako that like went to the Titans. He, he is the he is game. the Broncos Jermaine Asako. Oh yeah. Oof. I hung on to him just for those goal kicking. No, he's he's having a great year. Just uh, you know, Tuara is not the best passer or you know, get the ball out to him. get Brenko back, eh? Yeah, I never thought we'd be saying getting Brenko back. He's um, got a good pass on him, Brenko. Obviously, you being a Raiders fan, you would have seen this uh, a little bit. Um, just just Matt Timoko, just Matt Timoko, just in general. He he's going through peaks and troughs, but when you can get those peaks, and gee, he was devastating. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. He, you know, he'll have those little nice things once in a while, but it's not it's not your regular life, is it, with Tomoko? It is not. It is not. It's okay, but you know, um, a couple of guys that aren't in the buy, hold, and sell list, but I do want to touch on them. One being Blake Wilson from the Bulldogs. He's two hundred and eighty k. He he seems like a good downgrade option. Do you want to be having these sort of because you're not really going to be playing him. At all. Is around 20 the time to be buying people to flip for cash? Well, I mean, look, he's playable, isn't he? If you need to in a stretch. Uh, and he's not sort of like, oh, I'm not, not trying to do make money, really. But he, I'll make it instantly off him. So if I make like 300, 300 off him and then I can get, take a, a lash at Cleary, you know, from Hughes. So if it gets you a really good move, don't look at it like it's a downgrade. Look at it it's like, it's just, it's, well. It's probably going to take three or four weeks to get them to like really fatten up. And by that stage, it's around 25, 26. You'd be fucking scraping the barrel with trades by then. Yeah, well, you're just holding there. It'd be a, it's, 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 a, well. it's a similar... similar. I've still got play, bloody Willie Army. That <laughs> boy. Uh, it's a similar point to Munro from the, the Chooks, who, who's been really, really good. He's played two games. Obviously, if this was 10 weeks ago, he'd be a must-have. I'm not going to use the term must-have now, but it's it's getting to a stage where... In the season, we have to sort of look at our trades to play a ratio and work out, are we going to be keeping these guys for the long haul? Do you want to be having a potential AE nightmare? Or are you trying to thin your squad out as much as possible? Because remember, this is the last week that we do have three trades or three teams per buy. And we're going to be going back to the single teams next week from the season on end. So Munro's a guy where I'm curious to see how he performs with Cody back in the team on the left. And then Latrell's coming back next week as well. So... Does the ball just automatically go back down the, that left-hand side and Cody and Luttrell and AJ become much more viable and Munro's left out in the cold? 
I feel like if we bring Munro in, you're asking for AE issues down the line if you don't have the trades to flip him on in three or four weeks. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the thing too. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I said, if you make finances on some of those moves, that could be the price you're paid. You know, like it's not going to be a great own. It's not going to be a great cash move. It's going to cost you another trade or whatever. Sometimes you sacrifice. Because you get a nice piece, a premium piece, like a Tina or a... You know, or a Cleary. I'd, I'd, I'd just much, I'd, I'd just much rather 200k enough than Munro because one, he's not going to get a first price rise until next week because he does have the buy this week, and so you're coming into round 22 with one price rise. You may get three good price rises out of him, which would be the start of 22, 23, 24. So you're heading into the start of round 25, and you've got to probably move him on, and you've got what three trades, and it's just it's just not not ideal. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess it comes down to if you've got ten tra- trades in the bank, then by all means go for it. Uh, myself, I'm quite thin. Uh, but let's move into buy, hold, and sell. The first one, obviously, it's uh, it was stressful for David Fafita as a non-owner. I thought after Origin one, and he played about fucking six minutes. I was like, all right, cool. This is going to be what Fafita's like during the Origin period. Let's sell him, and uh, we'll pick him up. After the origin period. But since that game, he's just been back to his absolute best. I mean, if you don't own Fafita, it's a very fucking scary watch. Yeah, well, that's right. He's having a rip snorter over here. And I I've, I had him and I was, I, even over origin, I was just like, I'll see him on the bench and I'll play, I'll play me, me, me mate, Ben Murdoch Masilla. I'm holding Fafita. So I haven't had the stress of getting him back in. Uh, and yeah, he's a weapon. I do have that stress, and I'm facing that dilemma. Uh, thankfully, he plays the very last game of the round. I think it's 6 o'clock on the Sunday. So he's going to get the maximum time to back up. Um, I guess the, the fear was when Holbrook was sacked that he would still he'd be used kind of weird, but those fears have been spelled. Uh, next one being Kalen Ponga, the man from Newcastle, moved back to fullback, and he just looks absolutely sensational. He is tearing teams apart. He is looking good. He's goal-kicking again, which is a massive, massive plus for him. Uh, fullback is looking pretty slim uh, when it comes to the run home. You've got Drinkwater killing it, but apart from that, no other fullbacks have really been standing out apart from KP. But he does also have that really fucking handy jewel. So if you did want to have him in the 5-8 uh, and run you know, even more fullbacks, you do have that option. KP is just looking sensational. Yeah, it's a pretty good matchup this week for him as well. So, yeah, I've, I mean, look, if I can't get a Cleary, maybe I could afford... A ponger, yeah, you know? yeah. I think he's got around with those pieces in there. Well, you saw last week he scored 180, so he's got the, the that, that absolute like monster daddy score in him. Um, yeah, he looks he looks terrific. And once you start seeing him kick goals, you're just like, oh yeah. Some of the doesn't have a monster score in them, but is very very consistent. Is Cam Munster did have a poor game last game, but I think he's a guy that you want to have for the run home. If you're in a luxury position of not having to make trades, then you can probably just pick up a Cam Munster and just be safe, knowing you've got the best five eighth in the comp. Uh, in your Supercoach teams, a guy who will very rarely score below 60 uh, and, yeah, should only get better as the Storm head into the finals. Yep. Lovely. Um, Harry Grant is another one, uh, I think, with Hooker being a wasteland. If you don't have him, just get him in. Yeah, he hasn't been braining it, um, so to speak. Like, he hasn't been absolutely ripping it up with monster scores, but he's still by far and away the best hooker for Supercoach. Uh, and is he? I think he... I, I, what, who's, who's better for Supercoach? Um, what's Harry averaging this year? Is he even the highest average? Is it? Yeah, he, he's the highest average. And it's, 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 it's not. It's not close. It's it's not close. Oh. He's, he's still killing it. He doesn't play, play hooker, does he? Um, 
you've got obviously Tenno Faasu and Malaui as well. Uh, obviously, dual position, front row forward, 2RF. I know some people are light on front row forwards this week, especially with Jack DeBellin and Joe Tarpany out. Then, yeah, absolutely. He's a guy that I think you need to be be really targeting. Uh, it's very handy to have Fafita and Tino stacking your team. He's expensive though, Tino. He's, he costs a fortune. Yeah, you, you pay so. 830k for a front row forward, and that's that's not ideal. I don't know, but he's he's got a lot of super coach uh, attributes in him this year. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that's they're the buys. Moving into the sells, really, I've just got any non keeper. Uh, I see guys like Buller, Preston, all these guys in that sort of top top sell list, and yeah, I can get behind that. If you don't see these guys as keepers. Um, I think it's time to move them on, uh, really. And I've also got South's assets. Now, uh, I sold Cody last week, controversially. Um, playing Origin, not going to play this week. Missing round 26 as well, which is your head-to-head grand finals. Souths just don't look the same. I think they've won two games out of the last eight or nine. Um, obviously, Latrell being out is absolutely massive for them. It shows you just how key he is to that side. He will be back next week. Um, but, yeah, I guess anyone that's not... Cody or AJ, I would be moving on. I mean, Keon Kalmatangi hasn't really set the world on fire since he's come back from injury. Campbell Graham's been a bit hit and miss. Cam Murray is, you know, not what he once was. Damien Cook is, you know, also on the decline. So I think South's assets, you just you just move them on entirely. Well, if you want. Yeah, I mean, look, well, can, you can hold them. I just worked out a couple of combos. I'm like, well, if I can just hold AJ and sell someone I care about less, he's got a good matchup in there. You get Latrell back in there. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, if you've got to sell, sell, you know, that's all you got to do is you got to look at your team and say, um, well, I don't like to sell that player cause it stings, uh, you know, but I can move all of these pieces on because I never plan on having them all the way to the end. So, um, yeah, if that's, if it's, if it's a player, that's I think, it, I, I, think sell them. I think it depends on, on how you structure your team. Um, if you're a pretty if, good year, AJ. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're someone that, that has plenty of depth, then yeah, maybe AJ is a hold because you can just rotate guys in for him and play him based off matchups. So yeah, he's, I think it's definitely something to to consider just based off team presence and, and overall how you've structured your team. For example, myself, I've got 20, 22 uh, playable options every week. So AJ is a guy I can bench, so I'm yeah, happy to hold him. However, if you're pretty thin, then you want to be maximizing the guns that you've got in your team. Uh, but let's move into the host recap from the week that just went by. Uh, I was I was nice. I had a nine eighty eight. Um, I was thinking somewhere around a thousand would be par, just based off where I'm ranked. But still saw some green arrows with nine eighty eight. So it took me from like nine fifty up to eight forty three. So no, nothing major. I think about nine hundred spots. But trying to solidify that top one hundred spots, uh, top one thousand. Um, however, you you're on the the big improve. You're up, you know, fifteen hundred 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 spots. If I can speak. Yeah, with my 997. I hate when you down date from 1,000 and you go down in the 900s. <laughs> but um, I went up on the ladder, so I'm going to just celebrate that. Um, yeah, but I'm going to probably just go and have a shit round next round and go back down to 11,000 because that's how my year's going. So, uh, yeah, look, it's going in the right direction. Can you can you get angry at, like, green arrows? You can't. No, it, you take it. You take it, especially in a buy round. Um, yeah, I, I still- just want to be the top 1,000, not where I am. All right, we'll make a big, big run home. A couple of pods in there, we'll get you moving. Uh, but a couple of things that can get you up the leaderboard is a really good captain choice. First one, it's it's clear as day. It's Caleb Ponga up against the Tigers in Newcastle. First game of the round. If you have him, he's definitely worth a VC. Like you've got to slap it on him. 
Yeah, and he's looking sensational in fullback. So, uh, yeah, have a tickle at him for a VC, I reckon. Uh, as with the Cowboys duo of Valentine Holmes and Scott Drinkwater, both of those boys definitely deserving of a blue armband. Uh, I think as is Cam Munster as well. If you've got Cam Munster, he plays sort of midweek, which is nice. So you can get a good look at how your squad's going. Um, do you do you change your VC based off how your week's going? If you're having a if you've had a slow start to the week, will you put your VC on someone with a higher ceiling? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I kind of look at, um, you know, where, you know, if, if I'm wanting to have someone who's got a huge ceiling and I'm feeling dangerous, um, yeah, that's where I do it. Always in the VC points. So, like, I have a look at something who who's got a ceiling on them. So that's why we like Ponga, um, you know. But yeah, that, I like to follow captains. I mean, a sort of what I guess with like Cam Munster doesn't have the monster ceiling, but he's quite consistent. If you've got off to a really rough start on say a Thursday or Friday, will you change your VC from someone like Cam Munster to maybe? a winger who has massive upside but, but low potential? Or will you just stick with your captain options regardless of how your week's happening? Yeah, I'll just stay as, as is. Yeah, I think on what I decided at the start of the, the week. Very, very hard to pass up Nico Hines for a captaincy shout, obviously. Um, one of the best players in the game. Does play the Warriors, though, which is never an ideal uh, matchup this year. The Warriors have been defensively okay. Um, but I still think he's worth considering. Now, the Panthers game. Obviously, Nathan Cleary. But can yeah. we trust him? So if you're paying the nearly 900 k for him, does he warrant a VC slash C the same way that Nico Hines did all the way back in round four? Or do you buy him and just sort of... Ho- Similar to what you did back in round four. You bought Nico Hines but, but didn't want to put any kind of captaincy on him. Um, what are you feeling with Cleary? Do you think he's an automatic vice-captain or captain if you buy him? Or are you buying him but just... Pay- That's the only gamble that you'll take by not captaining him. Like he's a he's a big daddy piece in in Supercoach. So if I brought him in, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a punt on him. You know, so you really hurt people if he goes large. I just I always think back to the NRL physio. The chin. I always think back to the NRL physio and the NRL physio. Is, he's always preaching about hamstring injuries and how they're they're so high they reoccur quite often. But then again, I disregarded that with with Nathan Clear with with Nico Hines. It's funny how. You try and, like when you do podcasts, you try and be as neutral as possible and objective as possible. But there's that little thing in your mind. I was so all in on, on Nico Hines. Like I captained him. Um, but Nathan Cleary, I'm like, fuck, like I'm happy to sit back and, and hopefully watch it burn. So it's, it's one of those really tough ones. Really, really tough. Um, I think you have to consider um, the Parramatta boys in Moses and Gutho, both for some captaincy shouts up against the Titans. And how can we get Big Dave Feeder as well? I think if you... If you're paying nearly 900k for him, he's got to be worth uh, a VC um, slash C option as well. They're the captain choices. Hopefully, you can pick a good one um, and store up the leaderboard. Let's move into the trades that the hosts are doing. Adrian, it's a very, very sad week at the Ramsey Rehabs. Uh, Jake Granville, he has been told his services are no longer required. 
by the club, uh, and he's been he's been moved on. It's a very very sad day. He's been a stalwart of the club. He's been a lot better than I thought. I bought him back in round eight for the. He's some- such a whisperer person to have in Supercoach, isn't he? Hey, he's done well. <laughs> when I've called upon him, when I've needed him, he's done well. So I can't complain. Um, I'm also moving on Brian Toto. Now, I don't love this. I actually really dislike this, but it's the only way I can bring in the play that I'm looking at bringing in. Um, I tried to sell Hamal Olakowatu, but I'm 18K short. and I don't really have any sort of mid-price guys to move on. So Toto is the one that has to make way for David Fafita. Now, I'm going to be playing a man short this week. I don't have two front row forwards. I only have one. However, I only have 17 names that have been named. So we're going to get an AE regardless. And that AA will be Nick Meany. So we're basically feeling a full squad 17. So I can happily bring in Fafita. I thought earlier in the week that I had to bring in Tino because I needed the front row cover. But then I realized that I can just take the AA. And the AA will be good in Nick Meany. So we are bringing in Fafita. We're bringing him back. Uh, a bit more expensive than what I wanted to. Uh, we're also pairing him, him up with uh, Fata Logo from the Storm. Just a fullback center wing enough that I can swap around. So Granville and Toto out for Fafita. And enough. Your trades are less exciting because... They're non-existent. Well, that's what I was expecting Josh to be like, hey, I've max traded and I've used all my boosts. I'm just going to have to hold this week. I'm going to be common sense because no, I'm just a, so addicted to trading. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a problem there. No, so, so I have... Josh is like, I need to trade, max trade. Give me three trades. I have three trades left from round 21 onwards. However, my squad is, is quite deep. I've got, I mean, hell, even this week. So some names I've got on the bench this week. Like I said, my worst player this week will be Alex Johnson or, or AJ, uh, Alex Johnson or, or, sorry, no, he's on a buy. My worst players this week will be Nick Meany or like Will Kennedy. So it shows you that where my squad's at this week, so that's pretty good. Um, but I've got guys like AJ, Corey Horsburgh, Payne Haas, um, and and Joe Tarpany on, on the bench this week. So I've got, you know, you five. You just want to hope, that, yeah, you don't, you just, you don't want anything to go kaboom. Oh, as like as I said, I, I can cover for one or two injuries, one or two suspensions. That's fine. I've got five options on the bench. It's just if shit hits the fan and fucking eight players get COVID and one gets a HIA and Sean Johnson has a baby and fucking Tohu Harris goes and looks after the wife and everyone's fucked in my team. That's that's where it, it really gets squeaky bum time. Um, <laughs> I, I want to keep two trades aside for round 27 because we know coaches are just going to mass rest everyone. Um, although for you head-to-head players, that doesn't matter because your season ends in round 26. Um, but for guys like myself and Ado, who we are trying to get the best rank possible, we need to maximize trades in round 27. So effectively, Ado, I have one trade um, and 62 grand in the bank between now and round 26, which is can, fucking scary. But I'm, I, I am... I can d- tell you what creek you're up without a paddle, if you like. <laughs> I Look, yeah, nor, nor, normally I would be scared. But the fact oh, that... such a deep team. Yeah, deep yeah mate, team. it's the only time I'm deep in anything. So, um, yeah, happy happy with that. But yeah, you're not making any trades this week? No, like, because I, I just... You know, I, I bring in the people and they suck ass. So I just... You know, I, whatever I do is going to be wrong. So I'm just going to do nothing and that must be right. Hopefully, hopefully. That's how it works, doesn't it? Hopefully. Um, pretty trades. Look, honestly, if you're going to be brash with your trades early season, you've got to just... Take a couple of tough rounds. Maybe skip a couple of great players that you wanted to bring in. You got to change your plan because you just didn't. You because she just kept saying, "I'm going to show some restraint. I'll save one up there." I reckon you've traded it. Is that max trading? No, no, <laughs> I've, I've, I haven't max traded. Like I've, I've had a couple off, but like I said, oh, I'm just. Mate. I think I'm just. I'm just. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. I mean, fuck. What's the worst game? We have a shit rank and some people abuse us on Twitter. It is what it is. Well, I mean, look, you're in a you're in a great rank, so you just play. You might as well just play it safe. Don't get too cute. Don't leave yourself. 
Sure. No, but I need Fafita though. Like, don't play too cute. I get that, but fuck, I need Fafita. Like, that's just as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. On, anyway, we'll we'll play it by ear. You'll be you'll be laughing at me come round twenty five, and when I'm probably down down. I, know, I just like looking forward to talking to you, and you're like, "Fucking hell, why did I trade that idiot back there in round twenty? Why did I buy Jake Granville? Why did I buy fucking seven Bulldogs why players? Why did I buy Jake Granville? Oh, hey, to be fair, I remember when I bought him, I did like a side by side comparison of him and Sonny Luke, and everyone was like, "Nah, you got to get Sonny Luke." And like, let's be honest, Jake Granville's been better than Sonny Luke, so I'll take the W. Oh, and I just like looking at players for this week. I mean, you got to have a Zarko. I mean, you know, I'm so scared of him. He's having such a great <laughs> he year. Did nothing. Well, I'm like watching the game, and I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot, Adrian. Like, <laughs> you know, why'd you get him? You oh. could have. You should have got this bloke. You're just so stupid. Why'd you get him? Yeah. And I probably, if I was going to do a trade this week, it'd be him. He's out. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. <laughs> um, let's move on to tips to finish the week. Uh. I tipped around this week. It wasn't very hard. I, I tipped five from five. Um, so that, that is nice. I, I can say that I, I tipped around, which is which is cool. We tipped the Bulldogs. Uh, you also tipped the Bulldogs, I saw, against Souths. What'd you say? I said you tipped the Bulldogs last week um, against Souths. Yeah, I told you. Dogs. If they can't beat the bloody... With all the half their team out... They're fucked. It's time to get serious, dogs. I mean, we don't want dogs of war. We want dogs... You're playing against the Reggies. Not even the Reggies. It's just... Below, you got to win this one. One thing I was happy with, and not only did I tip the round, but you know how you have to put the margin in for the first game of the round? I tipped the Sharks by 24, so I not only got all five right, but I got the exact margin. So, um, oh, I mean, look, I'm, well, I, I am happy for you to succeed. Thank but you. You're, you're still kissed on the friggin' dick this year. Like, oh, who would you do the VC on? Uh, when I got Garrick, Garrick, Garrick for like he's 170. There, he's... I'm like, and your eyes like, why'd you do it? And you're like, Ooh. I had no one else. I literally had no one else. I was fucked. It was the week when Cody was ruled out with his quad, and I was like, well, I got no one else to VC. What is Chuck on Garrick? I'm just like, so I see him doing these moves, and I'm like, he's absolutely off his rocker. Some of this shit, and it's like, oh look, Josh, I outscored you last week, and I know, did I? Yeah, 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 by by like ten points. Yeah, you did by ten points. So. All these other weeks, I'm like, fuck, he does some sh- silly shit. And I'm like, oh, I've got a worse score than him. What's what's the saying? Uh, people people ask you, is Supercoach luck or skill? Probably a bit of both. Oh, Probably a bit of both. Bit of both, bit of both. Like, look, you can have these skillful years if you get a bit of luck and you just run the race really well. But just sometimes, like, I mean, Guffo going in the origin because Fitler's fucked it up and it ruined. I was holding Guffo. I had a piece in there. Now I was one down. Yeah, I have had some pretty... Good trades this year. I've been just hovering over delete team. I tell you, <laughs> yeah, a couple of a couple of good trades do make or break it. Obviously, if I get a really big green red arrow. I'm gonna do it. Just done. No podcast next week. Just I'll just do it with a blank screen next to me. Um, I'll, but I'll yeah, take votes. I'll, I'll take votes on Insta, and everyone can tell me who to captain. You're right, though. I mean, it does come down to a, to a few trades. I mean, obviously highlighted by Nico in round four. That was nice. Um, buying Gutho the week that Brown was suspended, and then he killed it. Was nice. Um, what are some other ones? I've had a couple other ones. I've also had some stinkers. I mean, I started with Ryan Sutton. I started with Brandon Smith. I started with fucking. I mean, you look like Tanner Boyd. He's Almond Dogs friend. You're like a uh, Max King. Yeah. Okay. So read read Marnie, read Marnie, Max King, Ryan Sutton, TPJ. Who you love Flanagan? Preston. 
uh, Karaz. Fuck, I've had some dogs. I've had some dogs. But You're like, look how, look how dog support of my team looks. Yeah, bro, I'm hectic and terrible. Uh, let's move into some tips and we'll let you get on your way. Uh, first game is the Knights up against the Tigers. I'm going to take the Knights uh, against the Tigers. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's going to be KP for a 250 here. 250 with the captaincy or just in general? Kicking goals now as well. He's just looking sensational in fullback and uh, give him the trophy. Uh, Bulldogs up against the Broncos. No pain, Haas, no Reese Walsh in Sydney. I still think I'm leaning towards the, the Broncos here. Yeah, I think the Broncos are going to get him done. Uh, I don't I don't expect that the Bulldogs are going to do good stuff two weeks in a row. Josh Reynolds retiring uh, mid, mid, midweek. Well, pick him in the 17 then. Yeah. You might get a little bit of a lift from him. Maybe, maybe. But Silly move. Rookie move. They got the sex man now. They got they got the um, sex man. man. Um, Manly, I'll put my hand up for next next coach. Manly up against the Cowboys in Manly. Yeah, I don't love Manly, actually, with uh, no turbo. I mean, DCE steps up, though. Yeah, it's pretty serviceable in fullback. All right, I'm going to tip the Eagles, Seagulls then. I'll I, t- t- I took myself into it just now. I'll tip the, the Cowboys. Uh, Roosters up against the Storm. I'm going to take the Storm in this one. Yeah, I'll take the Storm. Uh, the Warriors up against the Sharks in New Zealand. I think Sean Johnson will play either way because they are in New Zealand, whether he has the kid or not. Um, but this is going to be a really good game, I think. The, probably the game of the round, the Sharks versus the, 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 the Warriors. I mean, the Sharks fold up against any bit of pressure. So I'm going to take the, the, Bulldogs, uh, the Bulldogs. I'm going to take the Warriors... Yeah, well, that's right. If they, um, you know, if they, if the Warriors repel them for a little while, the Sharks will go into their shell. And uh, if there's a little bit of rain or something, you know, I think they're pretty gritty, uh, the New Zealand side. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be match of the round. I'm going to probably go the Sharks because honestly, they're going to just start logging, get some, get some wins. You know, looking a bit, hey, you know, hey, you know, look good. It's going to fire up. Uh, yes. Uh, the Dolphins up against Penrith. I'm going to take. Penrith up against the Finns. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Are you also taking Penrith? Oh, you know, I think I'll go Penrith. Yeah, I'll switch it. I'll go Penrith. What, were you on the Finns? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, Par- no, I wasn't. Parramatta up against the Titans to the last game of the round. I'm going to take the Eels. Yeah, I'll go the Eels too. Sorry I'm, I'm so sketchy today. I've, do- I've done me back in really badly. I'm on these bloody on the pay- On the painkillers. Yeah, well, I'm well, the painkillers, mate, because I'm, kind of, I'm a cripple. The painkillers, also known as yeast lager, as you can see. Because the- I don't even have back back problems. I've only done me back twice, um, but my girlfriend, she gets like chronic back things, and I'm always like, come on, toughen up. You keep you keep throwing a little bit of sore back. You keep, you keep throwing it out, mate. Just get a hot water bottle on you, and you'll be right. Uh, but when I get a back thing, I'm like, fuck it, I don't treat you like that. How can I treat you that bad? Because backs are fucked. No, I don't know. You, uh, how did I not know that your back does a lot of work? Um, so, yeah. Car, car crash podcasting this week, but we wouldn't have it any other way. It's absolutely sensational. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop talking down to yourself, Josh. You're in the top thousand, mate. Oh, uh, yeah, because Supercoach Rank is, is as, we, as we know, as we know. Maybe I could actually do have a really great finish to this year if I just stopped this lunatic trading. As we as we know, based off all Twitter commentary, uh, Supercoach Rank is the be-all and end-all of your life. And if you have a shit Supercoach Rank, you're just a shit person, obviously. Well, obviously. Know, if, you, if you win some cashies, it's pretty nice if you have a shit year. Uh, and also, I like eliminating people who oh, I fucking hate. <laughs> I remember, I'll never, I'll, from that. I'll, never I I'll never forget last year. I lost a semi-final because Jamal Fogarty scored like 160 points. <laughs> uh, uh, you're like, far Yeah, I was like, I was really... Results <laughs> me sometimes. Like, 
Oh, you know. Lovely. No, look, thanks very much for your time, mate. Hopefully your back is better. Hopefully that Supercoach rank is on the improve. I've been Yessi Whisperer, joined, as always, by SC Adrianosaurus, sponsored by Game Day Squad, the best in the platform for fantasy footy. Get around it. Free to play, free to join, and you're helping the Love channel. You. Love right. you all. Love you all. Farewell. Goodbye. Have a good one. Ciao.